Uh, it, it usually is bad cables. Yeah. You know, and of green cables. Nah. No. I thought about it. I don't uh, think so. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't know about Anne of Anne of Green Cables. Yeah, that, that's kind of a miss, honestly. Dude, Fender has these new ombre cables where it's like it's two colors that are like near each other in the color spectrum and they like fade into each other across the the cable's length. And I can't imagine who it, that is for other than like someone who's buying a cable for the first time ever mm-hmm. and knows what the word ombre means, mm-hmm. which I feel like that intersection is not very high. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what ombre we're talking about. My first thought was ombre, the Spanish word for like hombre, like hombre. Yeah. Like man. Yeah. Yeah. Like just Bro. for guy. Yeah, sure. But I don't think that's what Fender's talking about. No, it's ombre with an O. Ombre. Although hombre cables would be very hombre funny. Hombre cables would be hilarious. Yeah, that would that would be a Fender cable I'd buy the shit out of. Dude cables. Dude cables. <laughs> despite despite ninety percent of guitar players being male, which is a problem, I should bring up. That is yeah. an issue. If you're a woman listening to this podcast, uh, pick up a guitar and see what happens. Yeah, I wouldn't say ninety percent. Like. F- 60% of I feel like it's game. getting it's getting better. It definitely is getting better. I mean, but uh, yeah, no, no, alienating like a Dr. Pepper 10, like cables that aren't for women. Yeah. Dude cables. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into this idea. Let's let's roll with this. Yeah. Dude cables. Which, why like, would you buy Fender cables when Livewire like buying a Livewire cable is like having an infinite cable cuz you can just they have a lifetime warranty so you can just bring them in yeah. and be like I want a new one of these and Guitar Center has to give you one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Yeah. Little loophole everybody. Uh, funny, whatever loses Guitar Center more money. You do not have to buy more than like 5 cables in if your life. If you lifetime. can find more ways to scam Guitar Center, do it. Then yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Corporate robbery is hilarious and endorsed by this podcast. Oh, 1,000%. You should steal shit, uh, especially from grocery stores. I, don't, careful, I feel like there's well, no... Careful which grocery stores you're stealing from, because some of them are starting to crack down on it. Who? Uh, Target, for one. They have like private investigators. Um, well, Target's... I know. They're Target. Target's but also, gone woke. Walmart... <laughs> But, no but, stealing. That means that that's what that's, woke means. That's what go woke, woke means. go broke. Yeah. No um, stealing. Yeah. I can't think of any other reason why they went woke. But I don't, I don't know either. But um, um, Walmart also. Um, well, those are the two places where you where people like get caught stealing from. I never get caught stealing from Publix. Yeah. I steal from Publix every time I'm there. Yeah. And um, it'll be like one item amongst the other items I've purchased. And then if I get caught, you just be like, oh, I forgot to scan it. Oopie. You know? Yeah. Yeah. For legal reasons, this is not true and a joke. No, I'm not joking at all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, welcome back to this Ain't a Scene. It's a podcast. Oh, perfect transition. I love Uh, it. My name is Dawson. Uh, He, him pronouns. I'm one of your hosts. And there's someone else in the room with me. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm Carson. Also, he, him pronouns. Welcome. Welcome back to the show. To the Thunderdome. And um, last episode was a little bit of a kerfuffle, if you listened to that one. Um, it was rough. The uh, The audio was all fucked up, and I hope that's not the case with this one. So far, it's not. So far, it's not. I feel like we 
salvaged it for the most part too. Yeah. Um, people definitely like some people definitely listen to that one. Some people definitely listen to that one. Have we looked at the stats? Um, that one and Super Fade kind of performed like the same like, word. Like not kinda, great. Eh, like, nobody knows what Super Fade is. Like kind of mid performance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But for I sure. Mean, um, still consistent, so that's good. Still consistent. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Um, uh, keep those reviews coming. I know that some of you don't listen to the podcast till the end, but keep those reviews coming because it really does help us out. Like you have no idea, like how much it does help us out. So yeah. Um, I don't even have an idea how much it helps us out. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I mean, neither do I. I just that's what every podcast says. Yeah, I feel you like, have no idea how much that helps us out. I think it's and like, I truthfully have no idea how much that helps us out. So. <laughs> I think it's like engagement or something. It's got to be. And then also like if you're listening to podcasts similar to ours, such as Blink-155, although we are legally distinct from them. Mm-hmm. Um, RIP, they're over too. They recorded their last episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're listening to podcasts similar to ours, um, you know, we will we will pop up there. So hopefully um, from what I understand, we've popped up uh, as a suggestion for them. And then we've also popped up as a suggestion for uh song versus song. The oh. Todd in the shadows podcast, oh, which shit. is pretty sick. So thank you. I love Todd in the shadows. I know I, I do too. That guy's too. awesome. That guy rocks. Uh, shout out Todd, future guest of the pod. I hope imagine that'd be so good. <laughs> we'll have him on for one of the pop songs since he loves like, since he loves pop music so much. I bet he'd do it. <laughs> If I was like, hey, do you want to talk about centuries? <laughs> Although I had I had Stephen Hyden in mind as a guest for that song, which yeah. would be funny. We could always throw a Hail Mary and see what happens. We could throw a Hail Mary for Todd. Mm-hmm. And I think we would probably get it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Make our podcast popular enough to have Todd in the shadows. On. Yeah, exactly. Um, keep listening and reviewing so we can have Todd in the shadows on an episode. What about a bod in the shadows? And it's a it's a hot guy who's silhouetted. Uh, What do you think of that? That's actually the show that I'm making uh, with me in front of the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck! What about God in the shadows? And it's Satan revealed to be our true savior. Holy crap! What the fuck? What the fuck? You played a show last night. I did. Terrible segue. Yeah. (laughs) God in the shadows. So you played a show last night. (laughs) Tell me about your show. I did play a show last night. It was. Honestly, one of my favorite shows I've ever played. Oh, and, for real? Yeah. Damn. Uh, for those unaware. I feel even worse for Wissing. No. <laughs> um, so for those unaware, um, the most recent show I played as of this recording was uh, last night, May 26th at Masquerade Purgatory. Um, it was Bummer Hill with Bice, Equal Creatures, and Back to Earth. Um, Fuck yeah. All three bands I love very dearly. Um as like musicians and like for their music and all that. Um, I've been trying to make a show happen with Bice for like a year now. Dope. And then I, it finally came together and it was awesome. Nice. Um, only bad they part about, they are fantastic. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, only bad thing about playing with Bice is that if you play after Bice, you have to play after Bice. Mm. Yeah. And like their set is just so super tight and like, yeah insano style but Mm -hmm. um yeah uh we had um we had to play after from joy once oh sorry don't wish that that on my worst enemy (laughs) god damn what a good band yeah for real um 
we it was also a costume competition and a lot of people showed up in costume which was really cool because i didn't know how many were actually going to see that and be like yeah i'll show up in costume for this it's pretty fucking cool yeah um the winners of the costume competition by the way were uh two people um they had a, a little group costume uh kennedy and evie they were um blossom and bubbles from powerpuff girls oh um and uh it was a lot of fun but yeah crowd was like uh, really good on fire crowd was on fire the whole night shorty Um, was on squad mode shorty was on squad mode i think we had like um at peak like 70 to 80 people in there dope um in purgatory too which is sick in purg uh for an all local show and like that on its own would be really good on like a normal night but this was also a night that another local show was happening across the street and paramore was playing so for us to get that Mm -hmm. many people especially on a night like that was insane yeah wednesday night or thursday night thursday i'm stupid (laughs) um that's awesome yeah Uh, that is so sick it was so so sick it was so much fun i'm going to a sold out john in heaven tonight wow yeah and then i'm going to hell tomorrow so Uh, if I had if I had gone last night like a good friend would do, um, I've I've been really beating myself up about this. You don't gotta beat yourself go. up about that. Um, we ha- we just announced another show next month. Am I home? I don't know. Uh, are you home on June twentieth? No. Okay. In well, Seattle. Fuck. Playing up. in Seattle. Um. My aunt. Seattle us for the first time. My uh my friend uh, Babic is up there. Um, and he'll probably go to that. Fuck yeah. So shout out Babic. Seattle. I'd rather see some titties. So true. <laughs> What's up guys? So true. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Okay. So it was dope. It was, you, it was dre- awesome. you dressed as the Wiggles. We dressed as the Wiggles. That was our, our band's costume. That uh, is sick. I was the purple one. Uh, Jack was. Is that Steve? The, is Steve the? I don't remember. Any the only other like names. surviving member. I haven't seen the Wiggles since I was like five. Okay. So I don't really know their names. I feel didn't they cover Tame Impala recently and get some I like no press for that? <laughs> I'm gonna double verify that, but but um yeah, I was purple. Jack was red. Rui was blue, and Chance was yellow. That's awesome. That uh, is so sick. And a lot of people got a got a pretty good kick out of that one. Um, we opened with fruit salad. No fucking way, really? Yeah, we did. That's so sick. Did I people think, go nuts? Yeah. <laughs> That's so like, fucking sick. We, we went on stage and people were like yelling at us to, to play wiggle songs. And someone was like, play fruit salad. And I was like, well. <laughs> Wait, did you plan that or no? No, not at all. Whoa. Like we um we planned to go up and play fruit salad, but we didn't expect anyone was going to be like, yeah, what if you guys played a wiggle song? Oh, no, 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 that's what I meant. Did you go up planning to play fruit salad? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. dope. Okay. Um yeah, we opened What are the with, lyrics to fruit salad? What are all of them right now go? Um fruit salad, yummy yummy. Fruit salad, salad yummy, yummy yummy. Fruit salad, salad yummy yummy. 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 First, yummy, 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 fruit salad, and that's all I know. I didn't sing it, so okay. I didn't have to worry about that. I thought it was first. Well, that's chop the verse. up some grapes. I don't know. Yeah, I was just singing the chorus. Um, Something bananas. But um, we opened it by saying we're gonna play fruit salad, and then we did like um, 
uh, we did like a, a noise thing, uh, and then straight into fruit salad. That's sick. And then straight into bad news. Oh my God, that's awesome. We usually close with, but we opened with it this time. Opening and with your biggest song is the most badass thing to do. It's not going to be the biggest song for long. No, it will not be. Um, Isn't It Strange is going to surpass it pretty soon. I oh, think really? Yeah. You, I, I thought you were talking about like the new shit's going to blow it out of the water. Oh, no. it is, but... Uh, it is. I hope so. But um, the fucking uh, Isn't It Strange has been creeping up on it for a minute. I think last Let's I checked, it was go. like only 60 streams behind. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Um, very encouraging. Oh, speaking of the new shit, we did play... Um, so we, we played... Uh, the the set list was fruit salad, bad news, uh, isn't it strange without your love? And then we did um, lighter list by microwave. That's which crazy. Fucking killed, honestly. Um, and then three new songs. That's nuts. And best part about that was the new songs got the loudest cheers from the audience, which very That's huge, very That's encouraging. A big fucking deal. Yeah. Um, you, it's always a, a fear as a band when you start playing some new shit. It's like, oh, what if the audience doesn't fucking like it? But then, like, we played, uh, like, right. It was, it was a, honestly a bold move to play Lighterless before our new shit. But then we did that and then opened with a song that nobody had ever heard before. Mm-hmm. And then the cheers for that song was even louder than Lighterless. And I was like, holy shit, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. That's nuts. That's just proof that the new songs rock ass. Yeah. So, and they do. I've Very encouraging. I've heard them. Thank you. Um, so let's let's get into this song. Okay. A. Yeah. A. A. B. A. Um, I had to pull C. up the... Uh, I had to pull up the Genius page just to get... Uh, to figure out what the full title of this goddamn thing is. Yeah. Um, and the full title is... Don't I'll say point it. At that's me. fine. Don't point at me. <laughs> I've got all this ringing in my ears and none of it on my fingers. And here's a snippet of it. <laughs> wow. Did you like that snippet? It's over now. It's over now. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, goddamn. Um. What a song. Can we talk about this one? Can we? I know that's the show. <laughs> but can we talk no. about it? No, we can't, honestly. All right. <laughs> Time to spin Thanks the wheel. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, so the other night, I uh, drove for your health to uh, Cleveland, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. And then that? came back. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. Famous Twitter canceled ban for your health. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do be tweeting. They do lot. be tweeting uh, a lot of very fun things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I took them to... Um, I took them to Cleveland, Tennessee, dropped them off at their, at their van. And then I drove back from Cleveland, Tennessee here, um, pretty much immediately, like dropped them off, gave them hugs, said goodbye, uh, you know, and then drove from Cleveland, Tennessee to here. And we were supposed to record yesterday, but I woke up at nine in the morning and I was like, Hey Dawson, I'm going back to sleep. Yeah. Um, I was, I was in a similar spot cause I woke up at like eight in the morning and, um, I was still in bed and then you texted me and I was like, bet. And I fell right back asleep. Nice. Nice. Well, no, I actually texted you at like four 30 cause I was still up. Oh, oh yeah. I texted yeah, you, you like texted me before you went to bed and I didn't see it until I woke up and I was like, all right. 
I get anyway, to sleep more. <laughs> yeah, I listened to this song no less than six times on my drive back. Mm. Uh, the first two were like analyzation listens, mm-hmm. and then I'd say the next four or five were uh, like just enjoyment listens, yeah. um, which speaks to how much I like this one, um, even though I do have some problems with it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've been pretty familiar with this song for a good part of my life. And what was this, the second or third time you had heard this song? Um, yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, may, uh, I'm, I'm getting better at listening to uh, like the, the whole Fall Out Boy albums other than Foley mm-hmm. um, at yeah. this point. It's hard to do when Foley exists. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, I had a moment with this album last year um, when I was landscaping where like, the one thing that would make getting through the like first hard part of the day. Cause like, you know, I'd wake up at like five thirty AM to go to work mm. and then I'd get to work and then I'd like, you know, just fucking, you know, do grueling work for, you know, hours. Awesome. And, uh, the one thing that like would wake me up was just playing this album front to back and singing along with it while I, um, while I blew leaves around, mm-hmm. um, while I did nothing very well. Um, but, uh, this, this album has a particular quality for me that reminds me of not only just, uh, you know, when I first heard this record and was first, you know, falling in love with this record, but mm-hmm. last year when I was, listening to it constantly and this that was probably the time where i was analyzing it the most analyzing it as much as i do fully yeah um and i do love this record um and i do think this is a great closer and i would argue that this is the first time they intentionally wrote a closer yeah because um the closer from take this to your grave always escapes me um yeah and uh what's up dan Okay. Hey, um, the closer from uh, Take This to Your Grave always escapes my mind, but the closer on uh, Cork Tree is XO, which is a great song, but XO is like, XO is just like a another banger to add yeah. to the to the banger roster on that album. I don't know if there are any like closers on Cork Tree in general. I don't think one exists. Maybe... Um, this has been said. Maybe that song, but yeah. that's the only thing I could really think of off the top of my head. Um, so this is the first intentional closer, I would say. Um, it's pretty amazing. It's got the epic qualities to it. Um, it's got nearly no guitar other than the chorus, mm-hmm. um, which is probably the first time that they had done that too. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I I really like this song, and I really like the way it's produced, and the way that it caps the album off. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk now. <laughs> okay. Um, I also really like this song. Um, I do have a couple issues with it, but yeah, overall, it's really good. Um, I remember the first time I listened to uh, this album, I like. For some reason, I thought that the second half like fell off really hard, but this was like the song that brought me back 
because I think the chorus is like insane. Yeah, the chorus is crazy. Like it, the the way that like like the the progression of the chorus sounds so ominous and menacing. Uh-huh. It's like yeah, it's so cool. And um, the verses, uh, it, it's kind of a, a contrast to the verses because the verses kind of sound triumphant. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, I feel like I'm marching into the king's court. Yeah, exactly. To play him Steely Dan so he kills himself. <laughs> What's wrong with Steely Dan? <laughs> oh, nothing. It's That's an old Tumblr post. Oh, okay. I if didn't... you played Steely Dan for a medieval king, he'd kill himself. It's if he anyway, played a lot of things for a medieval king, he'd probably kill himself. That's true. Continue. I think if you played Blind Equation for a king, he would like die on the spot, probably. I think he'd ask the jester to recreate it. Oh, so true. But... um. A good few times on the way up here. Um, it took everything in my mind since Back to Earth covered New Faces in the Dark last night. Nice. Uh, shout out Back to Earth. Shout out Back to Earth. Um, and I, it just kind of got better every listen. Yeah. Um, I initially thought, like, I still think this, but I don't mind it as much. I think the verses and the chorus do feel a little disconnected. Um, like it's, uh, it's kind of weird. I don't really know how to describe it because mm-hmm. I know the verses and the chorus of a song are typically supposed to be different. Yeah, sure. um, you know, if you want to have like an interesting song that people want to listen to, um, but something about this, they just feel like they came from two different songs. But mm-hmm. as I listened to it more, I grew to not mind that because both of them are independently that putting them together like doesn't super matter um because and also tie them both together it's just kind of in in like sound they sound disconnected but they're both so good that i don't mind at this point um yeah no I, i would agree with that um it feels like and this is a maybe a new term i'm coining uh it feels like one part but two different songs yeah um where it's like it works but if it was if you played them out of context i would be like no those are two different fallout boy songs yeah exactly um i think it's uh it reminds me a lot of like older music too like Mm -hmm. maybe when like elton john and like uh, Whitney Houston were taking like big swings like this where like uh, I, I don't know the there's like Elton John's like I'm still standing mm-hmm. where like the the verses and the choruses are completely fucking different from the bridge like yeah. there's just a key change for the bridge which is bonkers um, kind of baller and I'm pretty sure that it's in a completely different key maybe the pre-chorus is what shifts this into the correct key mm-hmm. um which I think is cool. Oh shit. I am getting an important phone call. One second. Um, is your phone background, Tom Lovejoy? My phone background is Tom Lovejoy uh, playing tug of war with a dog with his mouth, (laughs) which is pretty gross, but uh, very impressive. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it it reminds me a lot of like older music and it, it, again, uh, in that Zane Lowe interview that they did for so much for Stardust, they talked about how, they went to Babyface as a producer because they 
had heard the work he did on Josie and the Pussycats movie, mm-hmm. the Josie and the Pussycats movie. And they were like, it sounded like rock music from like another universe. Mm. And that's why they went to him to do uh, This Ain't a Scene. And I believe Thanks for the Memories, but someone's probably going to correct me on that. Mm. Um, And similarly, this does feel like it feels like nothing else. Like it maybe feels older, but it also just feels like nothing else. Yeah. Um, uh, And the one comparison I can give it is like Billy Joel or Elton John, who they later go to collaborate with. Yeah. Go on to collaborate with a few years later. So. Um, crazy how that happened. Crazy how that happened. I love this song. I think it's dope. Um, I think it's a great closer. Um, do you want to get into the problems that we have with it? Yeah. Or do you have more things to praise about it? Um, yeah. The the main problem really for me is just the chorus and the verses feeling disconnected. Um, that's mostly it. I also think maybe it goes on a little too long. <laughs> Um yeah like the the audience applause at the end and the now Stephen repeat. Hawking voice is like <laughs> really corny and I I get it it at, was like at fucking, the time it was like fucking 2007 so like yeah but I mean you know I will say at the time there was like not anyone that was doing like the tongue in cheek stuff that they've kind of always done. Yeah. Um, like if you really think about it, like none of their music videos were like terribly serious and they were kind of the band that started that trend. Um, them and panic were both doing that. I mean, and even panic is a little over serious in the first, uh, with the first record. Um, I would, I would say panic doesn't really get like self aware with their videos until a little bit later. Um, but I, I could be wrong about that. I'm just thinking about like the a fever you can't sweat out videos and like how yeah. I can't think of one that is like I not mean, serious. Build God and then we'll talk is uh, about a mime who finds his invisible girlfriend cheating on him with a, an invisible person. Yeah, that doesn't. That's not very serious. <laughs> I mean, I guess not. But I yeah. mean, like when I think of that song, I think about like how dark it is and like. Oh how, yeah, like, the song itself. Yeah. is, like really dark. Well, and. I'm just talking about the video. I, I, you're right. You're right. I mean, that is pretty goofy. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that video in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and then the you're um, refreshing my memory. The uh, uh, fuck, which all these long ass song titles that they had on there. Um, <laughs> it's not. There's a good reason. It's uh, is it lying? I think it's lying. The most fun a girl can have without taking her clothes off. Yeah. Everybody's got like fish tanks on yeah, their head. Yeah. Everyone's got fish. I tanks would. On I would heads. still call that like kind of fake deep though. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, like, fake deep and, and tongue-in-cheek kind of go hand-in-hand hand with Panic at that era. Yeah, for sure. But I'm, I'm saying, like, goofy. Like, not yeah, just tongue-in-cheek, like, goofy. Um, I would say that Fall Out Boy was kind of leading the charge with that. and They were definitely a lot goofier. They were definitely a lot goofier. And I think when they wanted to put it into the music itself, it came off more as this rather than like a cool way, like not in like a Mr. Bungle way, but in like a fucking like, all right. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, that's, I think it worked on um, uh, our lawyer um, on, on with like the tree, camera flashes and with stuff. the camera flashes yeah. because like it went hand in hand with the, the lyrical content. Um, yeah. Which the, the lyrical content is pretty like, We've already talked about that song, um, so I think that one. 
Uh, yeah. If you want to hear my thoughts on that one, go listen. To just just go back to it, baby. Yeah. Um, I think that. Uh, I I think that with this, it's like it's like goofy. Like it makes me laugh, but I'm like, all right. Like yeah. I'm rolling my eyes at the same time. Still, it's like I gotta um, listen to this every time. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 and also I, I just like I hit the I hit the back button before it got to that part, you know, because I just didn't want to hear it after the first two times. Um, it's and like that's probably something that the Reddit would defend a move like that. Maybe. Sorry, yeah. I was scratching my nipple and you <laughs> looked at me real weird. <laughs> well, no. You're like, bro. <laughs> no, I, just, um, I just didn't know what you were doing. I, was, I had an itch. I'm sorry. Above my, I above just, my nipple, bro. Listen, I, my um, eyeballs... Uh, chafe constantly? My eyeballs do not chafe constantly. Oh, yeah. oh I thought you said your nipples. I, I didn't no, hear no. my eyeballs. Um, I will say that the first verse is so good in this song that whatever happens in the second verse kind of is like, eh. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I'm not, I'm not going by what genius says. The second verse is, I think that's still the first verse, but, uh, Mm -hmm. the third verse, if we're talking about genius, um, it feels lazy. And also it's so short. It's a four line, eight bar verse, the classic, which like, if you can get away with doing that awesome great mm-hmm. good for you um but you know i'm used to amazing second verses from this band and amazing second verses on this album specifically you know just the ones that come to mind immediately like thanks for the memories and this ain't a scene like mm-hmm. both have incredible second verses um so this uh this uh this bums me out a little bit yeah. but um and then also the bridge is very lazy the bridge is just the the chorus but uh but uh an octave know, down yeah an octave down and it, yeah and then he just kind of wails over the chord transition of the chorus until they get to the last chorus um that being said it is such a big soaring chorus mm-hmm. that it uh it doesn't really matter um yeah. It matters a little bit. It matters a like, little bit. But yes. not to the point where it's like song ruining or anything. Sure, sure. And I will say that when I listen to this song, I usually play the song before it into this. You're mm-hmm. crashing, but you're no wave into this song. Mm-hmm. Because I think you're crashing, but you're no wave. Arguably the best song in this record, other than maybe Afterlife of the Party. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh into this song it's perfect it's like a perfect one two punch mm-hmm. and sometimes if i listen to that song i'm like well i've got all this ringing is immediately after it so why not you know yeah might um, as well might as well yeah exactly uh yeah i mean it's it's such a good one um in terms of album closers um oh yeah would, where would you rank this in album closers <sighs> You're going to hate me for this because I kind of like just came up with this take and I might have to think about it for a little bit longer to decide if I truthfully think this. If you're about to put it above West Coast Smoker, I'm going to... It's not above West Coast Smoker, but so much for Stardust is above West Coast Smoker. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) That song's amazing. I know, but Um, like... And I I will say this. It's West Coast goddamn Smoker. I know what it is. I know what it is. West Coast Goddamn Smoker has a point knocked against it for being what it is, which is 
an album closer that's not supposed to be an album closer. It's perfect for what it is. Mm-hmm. And I would say as a whole experience, obviously Foley is a better listening experience than both of the records that are on either side of this, you know, of this conversation we're having. Mm-hmm. It's a better record. Uh, it's a better listening experience than infinity. It's a better listening experience than so much for Stardust. Mm-hmm. I do think that so much for Stardust is just a better song than both of those songs. Um, that's crazy. But I will also say this so much for Stardust is almost, and we, we even kind of brought this up when we were talking about the Phoenix, about how love from the other side is a better version of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So much for Stardust is a better version of this song. Um, I could kind of see that. I think um, my only like sort of disagreement with that is that like the so much for Stardust chorus is not nearly as menacing. Like I don't think I would describe any part of that song as menacing, and that's like the the draw Ooh, dis- to this song. For disagree. Me. I think the verses on so much for Stardust are oh yeah. Menacing I'm, I'm, as I'm fun. talking like song wise, like sound wise. Ah, uh, sure. Rather okay. than lyrical. Yeah. Um, sound wise, it's not a, a very imposing song. It like it feels very soaring and, mm-hmm. and triumphant. Um, whereas I this just, song is like uncomfortable in the yeah. chorus, despite how big the chorus is. This podcast has made me, um, has made me take off nostalgia goggles mm-hmm. as as much as I have not wanted to. Um, if you had asked me this a couple months ago, I feel like I would have probably ranked this number one, even higher than West Coast Smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what they were trying to do on this song was just improved by so much for Stardust. Mm. Uh, the song, not the record. Yeah. Um, we should clarify. Um, what do you feel like they were trying to do that they accomplished better on that closer? Write a big soaring hook that's not exactly a single, but is a like a quintessential rock album closer, mm. um, which you know they do it on Save Rock and Roll, but it's so goddamn cheesy mm-hmm. that it's like there's almost a little like winking at the camera with that. And I'd say there's a little winking at the camera with this one too, not mm-hmm. just the for the Stephen Hawking voice at the end. R.I.P. Stephen Hawking. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we need to say that for some reason. I don't know. Do we cheated on his wife? Yeah, I mean, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw uh, a movie where Eddie Redmayne played him, and it was like pretty good. I think I didn't see that. Eddie Redmayne annoys me as a guy. Really. Future guest of the pod. <laughs> Future guest of the pod. Hey, Eddie Redmayne, why are you so annoying to me personally? Hello, I'm here to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a good actor. He's a good actor, but like him as a personality annoys me. Uh, have I you seen Jupiter Ascending? I have no. I've seen Patreon clips, watch so. of Jupiter. Ascending. We should make that happen. It's a terrible movie. It's a Wachowskis yeah. movie. It's a later Wachowskis movie. Yeah, and it's bad. Shout out the Wachowskis. Shout out the Wachowskis. Future guests of the pod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will I will create a Wachowski's rewatch series on the Patreon with you. Okay. Because I think that would be fun. Anyway, um uh I with I've got all this ringing, there is a little bit of winking at the camera whereas so much for Stardust there is none. There mm-hmm. is like this is like the the themes of that song are like what if this all ends. What if our entire career goes away where this feels like, look at us. We're on top of the world. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Now press repeat. That's what this is to me. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? I see what you're saying. Um, but they, at the same time, they wanted it to be big and soaring. 
and it's just not um it's just not as good to me i, mm. I just I, I don't know i don't know um and i again i don't want to have my nostalgia goggles on and just say you know the old pre-hiatus stuff was better because mm-hmm. it is but at the same time i do think that so much for starters is just a better song so mm-hmm. um yeah i mean should we dive into some lyrics or do you yeah more to sure say? um yeah I, uh, other than calling me insane for my take i get what you're saying now now that you've explained it i still wouldn't rank so much for stardust above west coast smoker but that's just me i'm west coast smoking dick for that take huh for real <laughs> and when west coast smoker i hardly know her first of all um you had to get one in on i me. i had yeah. to get one but um yeah, I, I want to go back to that second verse you were talking about. Um, on Genius, it's it's listed as the third verse, but yeah. I, I agree that it's the second verse. Also, there's yeah. only one line uh, in this Genius thing that doesn't have an annotation, and, yeah. <laughs> and we'll get to that. But yeah, let's talk about the third verse. So yeah, that verse... Um, I I didn't think about it like that until you brought it up, but like it, lengthwise, yeah, it is a little uh, unfortunate that it's that short. But like lyrically as well, it doesn't feel as uh, like compelling as as the first verse. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just um, and also the annotation on this I feel is very silly. Yeah, because I don't think that they've got it right, which is this is the problem with genius annotations. Everybody, it works great for rap metaphors mm-hmm. where you're like, you know, like if if you're like a suburban white guy and you don't know what they're talking about, uh, like if they're using sure. like certain slang, then genius is usually good for that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sure. they go too far and then like just make just make it even more confusing when it probably wasn't that deep. Yeah, but for it the works most great part, for like rap metaphors and yeah. stuff like that. But for stuff like this, for stuff like this, so the 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 verse we're talking about goes. Um, Do you remember the way I held your hand under the lamppost and ran home this way so many times I could close my eyes? And the annotation, unreviewed by the way, uh, yeah. says. He's saying that he's gone through this situation so many times with the girl he could literally do it in his sleep or blindfolded. And I don't know if that's correct. Yeah, I don't know if that's how I read that so much as like there's this reminiscing of like a thing that happened and like it replays more than like I've done this so many times that mm-hmm. like I could do this in my sleep. It's more so like I have regrets about this thing and it's just I, I go through it a bunch. Yeah. And, and like I just think about it all the time. Or even just like that it could be just a I have sex line where it's like It could be an I have sex line, yeah. Where it's like girl there are do many you, of those. Do you remember <laughs> you remember when like I took your hand and we went home and like we've done that so many times that like I could do it closing my eyes. It's like, you know, we fucked so many times. Which is like, an epic own, maybe? <laughs> Yeah. I fucked you so many times I could do it in my sleep. <laughs> I, it, it's I fuck. Oh my god! It just reminded me of uh, that fucking Sam Hunt sm- song, "Body Like a Back Road," which is that that's concept, awesome. but a song. That's like, so sick. Literally, the the chorus goes, "Body like a back road could drive it with my eyes closed." And does isn't doesn't that mean 
that you're having really boring sex if yeah. you're <laughs> just on autopilot yeah. during yeah. it. <laughs> Baby, every time I'm just thinking about the first time. <laughs> Baby, every time we fuck, I'm thinking about a dirt road. Every time we fuck, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about this piano part. I'm thinking about Stephen Hawking. <laughs> I'm thinking about uh, getting in my truck and driving somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, no away kidding. from you. <laughs> um, I wanna I wanna go to the line that is not annotated at all, which mm-hmm. is uh, how uh, Genius has it listed as verse two. Uh, and I'm so sorry, but not really. Tell the boys where to find my body. New York eyes, Chicago thighs, pushed up the window to kiss you off. Um, which the not, <laughs> I want to bring not up, like part of that is where New York eyes, where Chicago you're supposed. What? Oh, sorry, you talk. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. The not annotated part of that is New York eyes, Chicago thighs. Everything else has an annotation. Yeah, and I I gotta read the annotation that is somehow reviewed. Uh, but he apologizes profusely, but it's all an act. He really doesn't mean it. <laughs> an alternate understanding of this line could see sorry as an adjective he uses to describe himself sarcastically. FOB is known for their self-deprecating manner, but it's really hard to keep track, keep up the facade of a sad sack when you're cranking out at chart-topping albums as a successful rock band touring all over the world, getting cameos from the likes of Jay-Z, all around being pretty gosh darn awesome. <laughs> uh, and the Come line, on, is, the line, uh, tell the boys where to find my body. Um, sort of a spinoff of the take one for the team lyric. What? Uh, meaning he's contemplating self-sacrifice. He's telling them to, to tell the police where his body should be found. But in my mind, where his body should be found is, Somewhere in the middle of New York eyes or Chicago thighs. Am I wrong? <laughs> I there? don't know. I like, I don't. <sighs> okay. This, because uh, these, um, these first lines, I think all coincide with each other. Um, and uh, I tell the boys where to find my body, I guess is just, I don't know if it's a take one for the team thing more than it is like, I know where I'm going isn't great. Sure. Yeah. Which like, isn't taking one for the team because the team doesn't all have to go there. Mm -hmm. You're not all dating this person at the same time. Sure. I mean, maybe you are, this could be like, fallout boy revealing their polycule but like maybe it could be you know what i'm i'm gonna say it's not though i'm gonna say it's probably not the the team revealing their polycule i feel like uh, that's probably a safe assumption yeah and also like it's very clearly like I, i i could interpret it as like you know maybe their eyes are are looking at like socialites in the likes of New York City. You know mm. what I mean? But like in actuality, they're they're between some Chicago thighs, baby. Mm. You know? Um I actually misheard this this lyric. Oh really? I I heard it as knew your eyes should call your thighs. And I was like, that's weird. What's he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Is this the only mention of Chicago on this record? Maybe. I don't it's know. It's gotta be. I think Chicago thighs. What are Chicago thighs? What does that mean? 
Is it because Chicago I, kind of gonna, looks like a thigh? No, Chicago, Illinois. Illinois looks like a thigh. Illinois. No, I'm like I'm thinking it's just like it's like they're from Chicago and they're like, why hometown, would I get with these hometown? Why would I get Hoochie. with these New York ladies when I can when I can get some Chicago thighs? Mm. Meaning in New York, but there's pussy in Chicago. Ooh, mm. there's a light on in Chicago. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, all of these lyrics are so good. Yeah. Um, and you know, the chorus I feel could be interpreted in many ways of the truth hurts worse than anything I could bring myself to do to you, which just a fucking insane line. crazy line. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. And that's, I think that's why it's the only line in the chorus. Truthfully. I think that, yeah. that it works. I think, I think that it, it's a, it's a bar, you know, they Cold wrote that and bars. they were like, yeah, we can't expand on that any more than it needs yeah, to. Yeah, it like, doesn't need to be expanded upon. I don't, it's exactly what's on the mind, you know? Yeah, and I don't know how much I agree with the annotation here, um, which just says, much better and romantic way of saying, it's not me, it's you, or you just wouldn't understand. I don't know about that. I feel like it's yeah. definitely like... It, the truth about the way that I feel is so much worse than any action I could, I could do to yeah, you. Like, you know, it's, um, it's definitely a really interesting lyric. Um, it works well, especially for this song and, and this cadence. Yeah. The truth hurts worse than anything I could bring myself to do to you. It's also like, um, if he was going to do something, it's, it wasn't going to be, like pleasurable for him he wasn't mm -hmm. gonna have a good yeah. time doing it yeah um so like and it's not even certain what truth we're talking about yeah here. sure sure um damn this is such a good fucking lyric like it's uh, a good lyric it's a bar and i think that's what keeps me coming back to this song is like all the lyrics are so good um despite you know it being like there's i mean what five of them mm -hmm. like there's like this song has you get a lot of chorus in this song. you get a lot of chorus you get a lot of you get your damn money's worth if you're paying for choruses mm -hmm. you know um if you're paying for choruses uh i think you're getting scammed and <laughs> and this kind of marks one of the last times that patrick lets enunciation go by the wayside i will yeah. say there's some there's some lines on foley that are hard to interpret but the truth hurts worse uh, is like nearly imperceptible if you don't know what that lyric is, you know? Yeah. I thought he was saying, um, and it gets worse. Yeah. Um, which none of those words are in there except for no. worse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is crazy. Uh, but I mean, the, the, the reality. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and I, I think that this kind of marks one of the last times that he, is just like I don't really give a shit. This sounds cool, yeah. um, because we know post hiatus it's Annunciation City, baby. Oh boy, <laughs> that, he is much closer to Theater Kid than anything before. Yeah, this. which I, you know, my whole life that the the entire time I've been into this band and into Panic, um, people have been telling me that Patrick sounds like like uh, Brendan, right? Mm -hmm. um, which I've not really ever seen. I've never really seen it. I will say 
this is one of the few songs I could maybe hear Brendan singing. Um, hmm. But uh, not really. Um, but I will say the post hiatus stuff. It's like, ah, I kind of get it. You yeah. know, it's since it's more theater kid. Mm. Um, all right. Uh, should we go to Reddit? Um, let's see. Okay. Oh, we should we should talk about this. This song has never been played live. Oh yeah, that tr- that is true and fucked up. Um, and I don't think it does ever. Um, I'll just I'll just be real with you. Yeah. Um, I don't see like because there, there's so much not guitar on this song. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why they would. Yeah, um, it's not like a, an acoustic version or a piano version of a different song where like the other members just get to take yeah. a break. It's like it's still involved, but it's I, you would probably have to hire more people. And usually, Fallout Boy keeps it pretty tight on stage, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, um, and you know they have a lot of songs that came after this that people want to hear to play yeah. and stuff like that. The only way I see this getting pulled out, and we talked about this, um, goodness, uh, I forget which episode it was, but the only way I see this getting pulled out is if they do an album playthrough. Oh, I think um, you brought that up uh, last week for the um, for Hot I? to the Touch. Like I okay. think you were saying, like if the the only reason they'd play this, they play Hot to the Touch. Well, that was the only they... time they had played that song was that they did an album playthrough. But oh, that's okay. that's kind of the only way I could see this getting pulled out, um, because truthfully, like for the amount of fandom that this record has, it being their I think fourth most popular of their releases on Spotify, um, if not third, I'm not quite sure. Probably um, third. And this this record also has the most hit singles. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this ain't a scene. I'm like a lawyer. Uh, thanks for the memories. And there's one other. I'm forgetting. Thriller, maybe. Bang the doldrums. Let's go, team. <laughs> um, but I mean, just as far as how big those songs were, um, mm. I mean, those all all of those songs were enormous. So, um. Takeover breaks over, maybe? I don't, I don't know. know. Takeover breaks over, I feel like, got a little bit of play. But anyway, it doesn't I matter. wasn't there. Yeah, I wasn't there. Um, Carpal Tunnel. Carpal Tunnel uh, did not perform very well until after the record came out. But mm-hmm. I mean, I still hear that on rock radio occasionally. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've heard it at least in the last 10 years. But um, uh, so, I mean, as big as this album was, I think if they pulled this out, fluoride stairs straight up probably straight up unless it was an album playthrough and like everyone had time to prepare to listen to this song mm-hmm. fluoride stairs 1000 percent. hum yeah. hallelujah was another hit from this record uh, hum hallelujah was pretty big um so i don't even know what i would do during this song it might look like i was giving a fluoride stare but i would just be listening you'd be like oh shit yeah i'd this be one. like damn yeah. yo they're doing whereas it. the song before this you're crashing but you're no wave i feel like if they pulled out a deep cut, I could foresee that being pulled out. Yeah. And I think they do play it in live in Phoenix, but I could be wrong about that. I, I'm going to verify that before the episode ends. Cause I don't want to be wrong. Okay. Um, so, uh, let's go to Reddit. Well, before we go to the Reddit, let's go to our Twitter. Oh, at the dreaded. Wheel. This is the second time in the sequence. You surprised me this way. Let's do it. Uh, pranked you. Um, so we only really got, uh, one comment directly relating to the last episode. And it's actually relating to this episode. 
But um, at Josh Winters, uh, the I in Winters is replaced with a, a Y. Um, <laughs> says, uh, or that's just his name. <laughs> yeah, it probably is, but like that's just how you spell it. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, two takes for your next episode on the Infinity Closer. Uh, one, I think some of the ideas in that song weren't fleshed out and it should have ultimately been an interlude. And two, I do like that song and chorus, but I don't think the chorus fits the song. Um, the second one, we kind of agree on. Um, first one, I don't... Uh, that is bold. I don't know... What was the take? I'm sorry. I the take out. was, uh, I think some of the ideas in that song weren't fleshed out and it should have ultimately been an interlude. Hot to the touch? This song. Oh, this song. This one. Come on, man. <laughs> what's your what's your deal? I I don't Winters. really see that. You should have an eye just for that. <laughs> no why for you. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't really see that because um I mean this is just my personal opinion, but it's uh um the chorus itself like it say the that taking this to an interlude would split up the verse and the chorus. So say the um, the chorus was used for the interlude and then the verse was put somewhere else or vice versa. Um, one, the chorus would have to have a similarly, like the, it would have to resemble this song somewhat. So I mm -hmm. feel like the verses would yeah. kind of wind out the same anyway. But if the chorus was just used as an interlude, Yeah, I agree. Not that large. Um, usually very small. Uh, if you've ever heard an interlude, what the fuck am I talking about? Hello. Um, you've got it. You're fine. But yeah, I. Um, uh, it's it's a shame that this is only on Twitter, and I can't really. Uh, Reply and call this person an idiot. <laughs> I can't really uh, see. I can't really get more of where you're coming from, I guess. Uh, but that yeah. is, it is an interesting take. Um, it's an interesting take for sure. Um, I actually think it should be four different songs. I think it should be the first <laughs> verse should be one song. The first chorus should be another. Uh, the second verse should be a third song. And then the uh, second chorus to the end should be a separate fourth song. What a nightmare sequence that would be. Yeah, that would suck. Um, no, it wouldn't even be in sequence. It would just be later in the record. Oh, okay. Like the Me Without You Spider songs on Brother Sister. What a nightmare record that would be. It would be terrible. Um, I, uh, what are you talking about? No, th that is not how this should work at all. It's a closing track. I think it makes sense for it. Um, I still don't think it's uh, like... I, I, I still don't think it's like a perfect song but i don't think it is interlude status yeah and i will also say that this record already has one perfect interlude on it golden is basically an interlude mm -hmm. and it works great into thanks for the memories um but yeah i don't mm -mm. Well, <laughs> shut up <laughs> don't shut up stop keep, it uh, keep replying to the twitter what was his second take uh the second take was that um uh they do like the song and chorus but uh, I don't think the chorus fits the song, which we talked about. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, what else we got from Twitter? Uh, you put out a tweet that was... Um, 
It, oh, I it, did do this. Yeah, it did. It performed pretty good. Um, best Fallout Boy song by the band Fallout Boy, and you put we um, were engagement farming. Yep. Yeah, that you put the shipped gold standard, which I could see the argument for. Yeah, um, and we got a lot of responses on that. Honestly, um, I think the most controversial was uh, uh, at Fabian in real. Uh, saying Lake Effect Kid was the best one, which that song is pretty good. That song's pretty good, but I don't know about best. Best ever. You're is crazy. Like, You're smoking crack, but is a, is that's a cool. Bold choice, and I'm proud of you. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of our listeners have really good taste, honestly. Um, fucking, yeah. Uh, at baby underscore snoozy said head first slide and. I fully endorse that yeah, statement. Yeah, future guest of the pod, baby snoozy, ex-boyfriend, <laughs> baby snoozy, yeah. Ex-boyfriend, baby snoozy. Uh, head first slide's a great pick. Uh, yeah. I hope we got some followers out of that, God damn it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Good question. Yeah, no clue. Uh, anything else from Twitter? Uh, that seems to be it this week, but awesome. if, you, uh, if you want to uh, tweet at us, and at the dreaded we might wheel, read baby. it. At the dreaded wheel. Uh, mm-hmm. Now we go to Reddit. Uh, so the first Reddit post I want to bring up is um, from three years ago. It's from user because because I like to upvote. Um, awesome. Which I assume is their reason for joining Reddit. Um, so uh, their, their post is titled, Now Press Repeat. Uh, I got the vinyl edition of Infinity on High. This has two bonus tracks, Genasphus, and it's hard to say I do when I don't. The robot voice says, now press the repeat at the end of the regular album. Last track is, I've got all this ringing in my ears and none on my fingers. And at the end of the last bonus track, it's hard to say I do when I don't. So now press repeat appears twice on the vinyl edition, which is hilarious. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Um, I'm curious if that is, was the case in CD versions with one or two bonus tracks. It seems silly to say now press repeat twice. It seems silly to say it at all on vinyl, but oh well. On versions with Genasphus as the bonus track, was it said there too? Thanks. I don't remember. I don't think that was the case. I don't think that was the case either. Um, we can verify. We, when we get to the uh, It's Hard to Say I Do episode, we will, because I don't really like that song and I don't really want to listen to it. So, <laughs> um, uh, but I, could I know be it's not wrong. at the end of Genasphus. I know it's not at the end of Genasphus, no. Uh but, uh, yeah, so somebody does verify that on the CD version, it was said twice, um, That's which is pretty funny. Hilarious. Um, Why would they do that? Uh, because they're funny guys. <laughs> I like it. I think it's silly. Um, yeah. And in the age of streaming, um, it is very silly because the only version of this album that exists is the deluxe edition. So Not true. Not when true. I listen to this, it's like, now press repeat, and then Genafs starts. Um, the funny. normal version is present on Apple Music, at least. Um, yeah, but that's Apple Music taking the iTunes, the iTunes uh, catalog oh. and shipping it over. So, okay. I uh, Apple Music almost always has uh, original and deluxe, mm-hmm. where Spotify just has the one. I think because they wanted to merge sure? the streams. I'm positive. Let's find out. Not maybe not of every record, but um, I mean, I I believe since streams on apple music are not public and streams on 
Spotify are. They just merged everything. Is my mic fucking shedding on me? Hello? That's awesome. Uh, the limited edition of From Under the Cork Tree is on there with uh, bonus tracks, but that was technically released later. So, mm-hmm. um, and that has like a bunch of remixes and like extra tracks and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, yeah. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Um, nope, you're right. Default version of Infinity on High is the only one. Yeah. So. Which I, I believe because streams, deluxe version, my fault, my fault. Yeah, yeah, deluxe version is the only one. Um, I, I, I believe is because they didn't want to that to be accounted as two different songs. Like they wanted all of the this ain't a scene streams to be combined. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, I don't fucking know. That, I don't know that shit would about be, fuck guys. That seems logical. That seems logical to me too. Um, and uh, I do think it's very funny that now press the repeat is on uh both both things. Um. And Dawson, mm-hmm. I have good news for you. What's the news? Um, we have another ranking. We have oh another. <laughs> I tried to rank every Fallout Boy song from right. user uh, C Photograph two fifty twenty five eighty five C Photograph C dash Photograph twenty five eighty five. Mm. Um, and their IP address is <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, no. So uh, send in your IP address to us. So. Uh, this is from two years ago, so pre the release of So Much for Stardust. Um, and they have this. We we love these folks, so thank you for making them on the on the Reddit. We uh we really appreciate it. Um this is ranked fifty-five out of uh ninety-four. Hmm. So there's some tracks that they're missing. Um, obviously, since we uh, started with over 130 songs on the wheel, uh, there's a couple tracks they're missing here. Just um, a few. But that's okay. Um, this is 55, um, some songs that I don't agree with being over it. Uh, Bob Dylan sitting at 50, uh, shut your mouth. Um, uh, what's number one? Their number one is the Phoenix. Their number two is what a catch. Their number three is Genasphus. Their number four is carpal tunnel. And their number five is you're crashing, but you're no wave. I There's some misses in there, so for conflicted. sure. Um, so but conflicted. they got some heat in there too, in their top five. Um, also above, uh, also above this song, um, just one yesterday, and uh, uh, miss missing you, um, Bishop's knife trick. I would say most of Mania and most of uh, American Beauty, American Psycho, they have ranked higher, which is rough. Um, some ones I do agree with being higher Tiffany blues. Um, mm-hmm. as we've seen, uh, Tiffany blues has been ranked pretty low on the other list that we've looked at. Yeah. Uh, they have Tiffany blues at 34 still below 4th of July from American beauty, American psycho, which oh, God boy. damn, what is wrong with you? Um, uh, the afterlife of the party, they have ranked higher than this, but they have that lower than, uh, again, 4th of July and some other terrible songs. Um, uh, directly in between this, uh, they have this song ranked higher than dance dance, which makes no sense to me. Dance dance is like one of the best rock songs ever written. I think, uh, music or the misery is higher than this one by one, which interesting take because that's a great song. And I don't even, I don't even know if you are crazy familiar with that song, but, uh, music or misery is a B side from, 
in not infinity, uh, cork tree, and it's great. Hmm. Um, but it's not higher than this song. Uh, this song's higher than XO. This song is higher than Bang the Doldrums. This song is higher than the Ship Gold Standard. Um, and this song is higher than most of Take This to Your Grave, which not is shocking. just ridiculous. But I want to highlight their top, their bottom three, which I think is very funny. Uh, their bottom three is uh, Uma Thurman at 92, mm-hmm. uh, American Beauty, American Psycho at 93, and Sunshine Ripped Hiding dead last. Let's <laughs> fucking go. Holy you, which shit. You, you rock for that. You rock for that. Honestly, um, all is forgiven. Um. And uh, I think if we go to um, some of the other rankings, we could uh, we could bring it up. Um, and uh, but I do want to uh, bring up uh, a post called "Songs They've Never Played Live." Uh, what's up, guys? So I've noticed this is from five years ago. It's from user uh, Captain Deadpool sixty six. Awesome. Um, songs they've never played live. What's up, guys? So I've noticed people have been asking if the boys have played a song live or not. So I had a ton of spare time and made a list of every song that they haven't played yet. I hope this helps. Take this to your grave. None. They've played every song from that album. Mm-hmm. From Under the Cork Tree, I've got A Dark Alley and A Bad Idea, Seven Minutes in Heaven, Champagne for My Real Friends, uh, Get Busy Living or Get Busy Dying, uh, which I can't believe they haven't played that live, honestly. That's kind of crazy. Uh, Infinity on High, Bang the Doldrums, W. Let's go. Fame Infamy, eh, you're crashing, but you're no wave. So I guess I was wrong about that, that they have <laughs> played it live. Um, I've got all this ringing in my ears and none on my fingers. Folia Do, which they spelled wrong. They made it Fol A Do. Nice. The uh, Ship Gold Standard 27 Whams and West Coast Smoker. That's what the fuck, dude. Yeah, I know. Uh, I can't believe they haven't played Shipped. Uh, Say Rock and Roll, The Mighty Fall, and Ratatat. Thank God. Uh, American Beauty, American Psycho, Favorite Record, Twin Skeletons, uh, Mania, Church, Heaven's Gate, Sunshine, Riptide, Bishop's Knife Trick. Um, there's nothing on this list that I'm like, I have to hear this other than the Foley songs. Yeah. Um, the Four on Infinity on High, Bang the Doldrums, definitely don't have to hear that song live. Yeah. Uh, Fame Infamy, eh. This song that we're talking about this week, it'd be cool. Would but be cool. you're crashing, but you're no wave. I can't believe that hasn't been played live. Yeah, um, that I, song's amazing. I don't. What's up with that? I it's it, and it's not like they wouldn't have an excuse to back then. Like because when this yeah. album came out, they were probably only playing songs from uh, "Take This to Your Grave," "Cork Tree," and "Infinity." Yeah, that's correct. So those were the ones that were yeah. There's. I will bring up there are like straight up like. Huh. Even back then, there's at least even back in even back then when they were on the Infinity album cycle, I will bring up there was at least um like I'd say four songs that they absolutely had to play from the two previous albums. Mm-hmm. And uh but that still doesn't mean they couldn't have pulled off like a full playthrough of this album. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised they didn't. This album was enormous. This album was fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you weren't really there for it, but like th- this album got so much play and this album was like so everywhere that I, I could only probably name you like one or two of my friends that didn't have this. Hmm. Um, everyone just had it on CD. It was just something that everyone had 
or in their iTunes library. Mm-hmm. My dad had this, and I don't think he could tell you what this album's called. I think he could name you songs from it, but I don't think he could tell you what it's called. Um, okay, so on Michael Scott 1993's ranking, who we talked about last week, mm-hmm. um, we're going to bring up uh, that he has this song as his number one song. Oh, wow. Uh, and his top five, honestly, pretty fire. Um, I've got all this ringing. Disloyal Order of Water Buffaloes, Thriller, The Carpal Tunnel of Love, and I've Got a Dark Alley. Um, Honestly? Kind of fire. Kind of Michael Scott, 1993. You've got to come on the pod. You've Uh, done it again. You've done it again with this banger. Um, Pretty impressive that you made this your number one. I'm uh, I'm pretty pretty psyched on that. Let me uh, scroll through my other posts to find uh, Lugia 18's ranking. We talked about this on the... uh, what the super fade episode, I believe. Um, and like that. that was when Lugia 18's ranking first appeared. And, uh, uh, Lugia 18 is part of the Canon. Now I will say along with Michael Scott, 1993 mm-hmm. and, uh, captain Deadpool. Now, um, they have this ranked, um, at number 60 out of 94. So they were ranking out of the same pool that, uh, captain Deadpool was ranking out of. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got this at 60, um, below some pretty rough stuff, uh, below Ratatat, um, below, uh, below city in a garden, uh, below death Valley, Ooh. which is really rough. Uh, I'd say below most of, uh, save rock and roll. Um, although there are some save rock and roll songs that are below this, um, it is higher than uh, it is higher than sugar, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, I don't know. It's a it's it's a little wild, but it's higher than my songs. Know what you did in the dark, which I think we need to bring up is Lugia 18's 92. Oh, boy. Yeah. Very, very low on arguably their most popular song. Yeah. Um, kind of based. Yeah. 60 feels, uh, measured, but too low for this. I'd say, yeah, it's, this is another one where it doesn't make my top 25, but it makes my top, it makes my top 30 for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, or my top 40, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Which I believe, I, I think we should bring up now. I think the last episode of this podcast should be our rankings. Mm. Like just us ranking every song and having the official Canon. Yeah, you know? probably. That seems like a good idea. I need to make a spreadsheet of like everything uh, and what we've ranked everything. Yeah. And then like, there's like the actual, the actual ranking of, you know, what we've numerically given everything. And then there's the, you know, us actually like going through and being like, Oh, I actually like this seven more than this seven. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Am I making sense right now? Yeah. I had a nitro cold brew before this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. Uh, song meanings. Um. Yeah, we can look at song meanings. Okay. Cool. There's probably probably some shit on there. Um, it's okay if you don't want to. We can we can always just rank and spin the wheel and get out of here. You know. Oh, it's it's fine. Uh, what what is this fucking song called? I've got all this ringing in my I've ears. I've got my all this ringing in my ears. Um, while you're doing that, I should bring up uh, our friends in Cliff Diver had a particularly horrifying accident happen to them on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm not going to go into detail, but uh, some really crazy stuff. And uh, if you can uh, find it in your bank account to 
donate to them. Find it in your heart or your bank account uh, to donate to them, whatever you can. Uh, I'm sure they would really, really appreciate it because it is a horrifying incident that uh, is like a one in a billion chance of happening. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. They're great people. Um, great band. Uh, I highly suggest uh, going to donate to them. So yeah, if you can spare it, that um, it'd be great because healthcare in America is fucked up. Yes, and it costs is. too much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm on song meanings now. Uh, yeah, it seems like there's some confusion uh, about what Patrick is saying in the lyrics as well. Um, it looks like the original posting on song meanings back in 2007 uh, was the truth is worse rather than the truth hurts worse. Yeah. Um, as user uh, Timmy underscore number seven uh, on January 24th, 2007 points out, um, the truth hurts worse is the line throughout the chorus, not the truth is. And they also go on to say, I love the bit at the end. Now press repeat. I want to know who thought of that. Um, probably the band. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Fallout Boy. Probably I'd have to Fallout say Boy. it's probably Fallout Boy. Um, uh, Jasser five thousand on uh, May twelfth, twenty ten says, uh, "New York eyes, Chicago thighs, put pushed up to the window to kiss you off." To me, this is about sneaking out with someone and opening your bedroom window though to give them a goodbye kiss. What do we think of that? Um, I don't totally disagree with that they're escaping from your window mm -hmm. which is always funny i will say yeah you ever, you ever uh you ever escape out of your window out of your house to go do something no i did to go see kanye west and jay-z let's go <laughs> yeah yeah I was, <laughs> my parents uh, still don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was i was always uh um on the second floor oh no, no, no. i was also on the second floor yeah I was crazy. Yeah, I was afraid that I would like break something if I jumped off of my window. Like so, break something in your body? Yeah. No, oh, fuck that. Who cares? I I did apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cared about not breaking shit in my body. Um let's see. <laughs> Another uh on January 24th, 2007 from Wendy Clear-Atticus. Uh, it seems another relic of the um, original lyrics. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I do believe it's because sorrow is just all the rage, not Casaro is all the rage, spelled C-A-S-S-A-R-A-O. <laughs> and let's do a quick Google. What the hell is Wait, that? What is Casaro? <laughs> Other than something awesome, I hope. Um, the first result that comes up is Casaro Designer Fabrics. So, uh, good, good catch. Um, good catch, Wendy Clear. I think you're right about that. I think you're right about that, that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh that is goodness. so fucking funny. Yeah. That just, you know, was there like a, a lyric packet for, for the CD or there had to be. Yeah. Yeah. How did this happen? I had <laughs> a, I had a lyric booklet for this one yeah for sure because there were like cute little every page was one page of lyrics mm. which bands had money to do that back then yeah paper was free mm -hmm. there were more trees on the earth 
technically. Do you want to um, do you want to hear an unverified claim that yep, could be? Of real? course, I do. Um, is it that this song is about World War II? <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, All right. <laughs> so Schroeds on January twenty fourth, two thousand seven. There's a lot of activity on that day. Um, says, "Oh, stupid me! This song used to be called Truth Hurts Worse. It makes sense that it would be the chorus." Um, I don't know if is that like a working title or I don't know, but um, I know it wasn't called that when the album came out. Yeah, uh, I love spreading unverified yeah. information on for information on on the internet. Yeah, yeah, fake news, baby. I propagate unverifiable facts for fun. <laughs> I'm going to clip that out. That's going to be the theme song. <laughs> Can you hit it real nice for me? I propagate unverifiable facts for fun. Let's go. All right, team. Um, I, I might. We might upgrade to a soundboard on this show. It's me hitting that. <laughs> oh um, all right, I would let's have rank to, this. I would have to propagate, propagate a lot of unverifiable facts in order for that to be warranted. Oh, yeah. Bless you. Dan sneezed. Dan sneezed. Um, everyone say bless you, Dan. Everyone say bless you, Dan, right now to their car. In the comments. <laughs> to our Twitter. Indica in the comments. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's called it's called Indica strain because I'd be in the comments. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> Dan just Shut up, it. Dan! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> um that was so loud. I definitely peaked. Um, oh, absolutely. All right, let's rank this thing and spin all the wheel right. and get out of here. Um, and between a strong seven and a light eight, personally. Um, okay. I'm, I, I need to decide which one, though. Cool. I'll go ahead then. Okay. I would say if it was less repetitive and there was more of a second verse um, and you didn't get so much chorus in this song, it would be an eight. But uh, all of that drops it down to a, a very, very strong seven for me. I agree. Dope. Awesome. Strong seven for you as well? Yep. Cool. I just I, I need it for the spreadsheet. That's All, all right. Strong seven. So you spun last week. I did. And, and we got this song. And we got this song, which I will say heater. Um, Hardly know her. I haven't spun in a little while. All right. So we don't know if I have like a cursed touch. Or if I have a magic touch of some sort. Let's find out. Let's find out. Here we go. I'm spinning the wheel right now. Okay. Carson has pressed the spin button. I've pressed the spin button. The wheel is spinning. The world's not waiting. Um, I forget what this is, so let's I find out. I do too. Uh, the world's... Not, oh, buddy! What? It's a evening out with your girlfriend song. Oh, All right, everybody. Oh my god! It was fun while it lasted. All right. I'm sorry. We're back to Hater Week next week. Hater Week next week, everybody. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening. If you got this far, and um, even if you didn't, uh, you can't hear me. But thank you for listening. Uh, go follow Carson and I's bands at. Callous Cowboys on in, on Twitter at Bummer Hill ATL on Twitter at the Callous Cowboys on Instagram at Bummer Hill on Instagram. Follow the podcast Twitter at the Dreaded Wheel. Uh, give us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you feel so inclined. And have a good day.
Bye. <lacht>